The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webmaster Welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, the uh, 12th of April, and it's uh, top of the hour, 2 o'clock here Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, but you probably don't know that because you're not listening live because it seems that the website, webmasterradio.fm, is down right now, so this is a recorded podcast. Sigh. Uh, not true. Hey, Dave. We actually have people listening in because people do stay on the feed and they can still tune into us, so I'll send out ways for people to do that. Great. Okay, well, there are people listening, so howdy, people. Uh, <laughs> this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined as always by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Dave, how you doing, dude? I am doing absolutely fantastic. It is uh, it's a beautiful day out here. Actually, you know what? I can't say fantastic. Uh, for those in the Great White North, um, you would know the, the Canucks uh, lost yesterday. And so I could yeah. be better. I could be better. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I'm having a really hard time with this, Dave. Like, I'm a Leaf fan. I'm in Toronto, which means I'm not watching hockey right now because I'm a Leaf fan. That's, you know, a cross I have to bear. But I got to tell you, last year, the uh, performance of the Canucks was awe-inspiring. And the, but the performance of the Canucks fans really just turned me right off that team. I, just, I, I, I don't know who to cheer. Um, go Boston, go. Ha! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but man, All I right. the Canucks. Well, you, you know, it, you know I, I do it a lot. It's like when the, uh, when the protests on the G8 are there or whatever, right? You just need a handful of idiots to cause, um, you know, endless problems. And, and I mean, you know, I... Yeah, that's uh, true. It's not Vancouver's fault. That, it's not uh, Vancouver. It's, it's, you know, 20 or 30 idiots who went there, didn't watch the game, walked out of their cars as the game was closing and put, and put masks on, right? Like, these were people who were there to do exactly what they did, and, uh, and, and oh, it succeeded. I don't know. I don't know. It might have been a little bit more than that. I mean, the photos oh, I saw were... were drunken kids. Yeah, there Not were definitely a bunch of drunken kids who who hopped out and, and jumped in. There was our, our polo player who, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, got, somebody uh, from the got, Canadian National Polo Team got caught on Facebook lighting a, lighting a police car on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah that'll get you kicked off the team for a while. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they have already got their plans together this year for uh, how, to, how to deal with that, should they make it to, uh, to the finals. Um, you know, I mean, I guess Vancouver, you know, to go off on a slight tangent here, had planned huge parties, went really, really well, central. Anyways, this year they're planning very distributed parties. <laughs> Let's keep people in pockets in different areas instead of have one massive gathering in, in, in central Vancouver. So anyway, but on to it. We, we got lots to cover in, in SEO news here. We always do because uh, it's an ever-changing world. Um, yeah, couple big things happened. Actually, you know, when a couple breaking things happened that are really personal to, to, to people in the industry. Um, 
one of which might be more personal to the old guard of the industry. Um, I'm going to preface it by saying he's okay. Uh, Mickle. Mickle Demib Svensson. Um, webmaster radio host, the man in orange, one of the original fun-loving black hats and a legend in the SEO community, was T-boned in his car today in, uh, in or around Copenhagen and uh, broke his his collarbone broke his arm, totaled his car. He's okay. That's the, I mean, like the, the important thing to note is he's going to be okay. But uh, as he wrote on Facebook, it's just a, a, a note on how fleeting and fast life is. And uh, it was just kind of you know stunning to read that a industry friend had gotten hurt so badly. Good that he's you, ended you, up okay. You've met Mikel, right? I, I, I have. I have. I mean, you, you just can't. And as soon as you said orange suits, I'll bet like a whack of our listeners went, ah, him. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's the guy you smell brimstone after he walks past. That was Mikel. <laughs> Fine guy. And uh, obviously glad he's, uh, glad he's okay. That certainly could have gone uh, a lot worse. Um, Indeed. So um, glad he's in one piece. Speaking of how fast and fleeting life can be. Um, inarguably the most talented writer in the SEO community, the, the digital marketing community, Lisa Barone, today resigned from, uh, from the management and ownership of Outspoken Media. She, uh, it's, it seems very amicable. Her and Rhea Drysdale, um, are exchanging mutual love and admiration posts on, on Facebook back and forth. But it seems Lisa wants to move on with undisclosed, but other interests in her life um and uh it's hard it's i mean it's 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 hard to know what to say lisa's just been such a a constant voice of um reason in the community and such a i mean such a amazing standard of incredible writing in the community um it's weird to imagine her not being in the community not that i know that she's actually going away from the community but you know outspoken media was you know, partially her big baby in the community. Oh, indeed. And I mean, in, in that, I, I sort of hit that, and, and you're probably there too, and, and a lot of our listeners going, that's a shame to see her leave, but I'll bet we're not. Like, I mean, if I just had to guess, <laughs> um, I, I would take a shot in the dark and say, we'll, we'll hear from her again. Well, set, um, you know, set your Google alerts to Lisa Barone, because when she does reemerge, um, assuming that... You know, assuming that whatever she's doing is going to be written, um, when she does reemerge, it's going to be good, powerful, brutally honest writing. As always. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so those were, those were uh, two notes that I thought should be noted at the beginning of the show. Uh, again, Lisa Barone uh, leaving outspoken me- media and Mikkel uh, injured. You ever, you ever, like, grab your collarbone and feel, like, how, you know, touch your throat and feel how snappable that thing is like really how fragile that is oh yeah well i was born with a dislocated collarbone so or collar so i i I, yeah (laughs) um obviously don't remember that one but i certainly know the repercussions it is a fragile fragile place and uh yeah that's just that's not gonna feel good yeah so uh another interesting thing happens in the next week um I guess it was about two years ago we had on a delightful, a delightful guest for a short segment, um, Neil Pasricha, Neil Pasricha um, 
author of the 1000 Awesome Things blog. Uh, if you remember, every day this guy was posting something simple and wonderful and beautiful and just something awesome about the world. Well, as of Wednesday, April the 18th, it's over. He hits number one. And uh, the Thousand Awesome Thing blog will come to a close. You, you got to wonder what happens then. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I'm going to say this. I'm impressed he hit a thousand. I mean, certainly you look at the world around you and there's, there's many wonderful, wonderful things to, to be said. But to rack your brain, to stick with that commitment over, uh, you know, essentially over three years and, and stick with it and, and, and get it done. Um, it's impressive. And I'm sure you and I, I mean, I've already added it to my calendar. I've got to see what number one is. What is when you list off a thousand awesome things, what do you save for number one? Um, knowing yeah. that that will probably be your biggest readership day is what did you pick? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, I got to tell you, Neil was one of the nicest people I think we've ever met via interview. Like, I really, really just felt great talking to him. Um, I hope he doesn't wimp out and, th- and say it's the readers or something. Like, that would that, that, that'd be sucky. <laughs> that would seriously suck. The readers should be number two. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And the fact, I mean, you know, one of the awesome things, and I hope he doesn't fall back on this one either, but would be committing to do a list of a thousand and actually hitting it. That is kind of awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see it. And, and who knows? Maybe we can, uh, we can pull it together. It's, like, right now I'm, I'm thinking it, and we'll see how it goes. I would love to have him on because we'll, our show will be airing the day after. Um, uh, yeah, but the day after, on the 19th of April, we actually, we, we're, we're going to have a guest. We have a guest coming back to uh, the Webcology studio, and uh, that guest is, um, I, don't know, I don't know how to actually explain this to an American or international audience, but if you're from Canada and if you're, if you're of a certain age, you'll remember this woman. Next week, we have the proprietor of one of the largest mummy blogs in the world, the Yummy Mummy Club, Erica M. She was a pioneering VJ on Much Music, uh, Canada's MTV. She was one of the first uh, first VJs on, on uh, Much Music, uh, the teenage crush for millions of young Canadian men, myself included. Um, full disclosure, she's a client of Digital Always Media. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's going to be our guest next week talking about, you know, publishing... Publishing, working with writers, creating web content, dealing with uh, with changes at Google, um, and trying to win an audience in a media saturated world. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to have to try during that interview to not pull like a you know what happens every bare naked ladies concert and they're asked to sing about a million dollars. I'll try and you know help her stay you know in the current and, and what she's doing now. So you you may have to pull me back in if I start going off because I am of that age group you're talking about. I do remember watching her um, all the time. I gotta, so I got to tell you, dude, two weeks ago. I went and delivered a four-hour-long lecture to uh, to her and five other Yummy Mummy writers. And, um, well, you know, those who know me and have seen me at conferences and shit know that I, you know, I, can, I, I can sometimes lose my shit around really beautiful women. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, you know, just go speechless. <laughs> Stuff, you know? Really, it was good, too. <laughs> and, uh, 
I kept it together. Absolutely, totally kept it together. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> well done, sir. Now, now, hopefully we can keep it together next week when we actually have her on the air. Um, well, I know I can. I, I dare you to. <laughs> um, um, what else we got? What else? You know, well, anything? we're making personal notes, so I'm just going to give one shout-out because we, we've talked about a few things in the industry. Uh, so I'm going to give a, a, a hat tip to your friend and mine, uh, Mr. Howard Bain. <laughs> who, uh, who lives in, in your neck of the woods um, and it's an odd one anybody who knows me on, on Facebook um, you know would, has probably at least seen me on Words with Friends there. love it, I have never been owned so thoroughly <laughs> on that game I consider myself fairly good with words raised by a speech writer almost 200 points separated the two of us now we're, we're playing other games they're they're much much closer but last week we played one and he just absolutely owned me so hat tip to uh to howard Payne for for that one hope you're listening buddy that was a that was a fantastic uh set of plays you made uh now now how he works on base street was this like one of those one of those bet things you know like uh uh if he wins you got to wear a toronto maple leaf jersey and if you win he's got to <laughs> wear like a uh a canucks jersey um Jeff Quip from uh, Search Engine People keeps falling for those bets. Jeff, never bet on the Leafs. Um, <laughs> so, you, so, so you just gave the shout out to Howie on air, right on. Um, if uh, if you'd if you'd win, would if he would he have had to put um, Beanstalk SEO across the stock ticker at the TSX or something? <laughs> okay, that would have been pretty sweet. That would have been pretty sweet. Uh, no, but I will say I, I am trying to uh, to arrange a sort of uh, competition thing with, uh, you know, again, your friend of mine, uh, Mr. David Dalka. I'm sure you remember going to the game, uh, Chicago versus Vancouver with him back when you lived out here on the West Coast. Well, here mm-hmm. we enter the playoffs again, so hopefully we'll, uh, we'll make it uh, a little more interesting. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see how that goes. We're waiting to see if we even match up again. But, uh, yeah. So Sounds, let's see uh, if... If David's fans like burn down Gantt Park and like topple the Sears Tower, like you got to wear a uh, uh, a Blackhawks jersey. <laughs> and if if your fans burn down the um, Lionsgate Bridge and maybe like you know put a big hole in the Hudson's Bay Center, you got to wear a uh, a uh, 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 Blackhawks jersey, huh? That sounds pretty good. <laughs> if we really hate each other, we'll make each other wear those jerseys to the final game of facing each other. Uh, well, actually, our, no, that our... would be suicide. That would yeah. not be not be not be a smart <laughs> thing to do. Okay, we do actually have tech stuff to talk about. We want to talk about Facebook's purchases of Instagram, a uh, little bit about Google Plus and changes uh, changes there, and uh, maybe a little bit about Yahoo and their search division. And any one of those topics will get us going for like. Uh, Minutes at a time, so this is an opportune time to take a break here on Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. On behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. We're going to be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. 
Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Warning. Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on Webmaster Radio.fm. It is Thursday, the 12th of April, 2011. Uh, 18 minutes past the hour on the East Coast and 18 minutes past the hour on the West Coast, whatever the hell time it is when you're listening on podcast. Uh, some The valuations are insane. we got to talk about Instagram. A billion dollars. A billion Facebook bought Instagram the other day for a billion dollars, Dave. What the hell is a billion dollars worth? Well, worth Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just out. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to let you give the numbers here, um, just to put it all really in perspective. Here, uh, New York well, Times is worth how much? Uh, about nine hundred and seventy-two million dollars. So it's worth less. <laughs> Uh, about $28 million less than yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Now, just you know, to try to put a perspective on, on, on how I see this, the New York Times is the, arguably, the most important news gathering organization on earth. It's worth $972 million or so, and a lot of that is because it just sold its like, flagship building in Times Square. They even named Times Square after the New York Times. Okay, Instagram is an application that lets you take and immediately publish pictures with stuff around them. You know, it looks like you could put a subpoena tone or a filter around it or a nice frame or something. That's what it does. Yep. And it's worth a billion dollars. Yep. <laughs> uh, you, I, I, I wish this were like a video show so you could just see the look on my face. I, I feel like a frog or a fish gasping for air, just going, what, 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 what do you say to that? Um, what? Okay, what do you say to that, Dave? Um, you know, there, there was a, a great article over at Forbes. Um, and I, I, you know, obviously I've had to get some other takes because my instant leaning on a decision like this is to go, 
we've talked about this before. It's all chaotic now. <laughs> like money means nothing now, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, still and, got it. Well, unless you don't got it, exactly. But it's like when, when we're selling air for this kind of value, right? I mean, I'm not saying Instagram doesn't have a value. It does. It's, it, it is a cool thing. It has a lot of users. Uh, um, you know, is it, is it cool to the tune of a billion dollars? Not in my books. <laughs> it but, is the guy who made it. <laughs> but one of the one – of the, <laughs> indeed. Um, one of the things that the uh, writer – now let me just pull up his name so that I can give credit, uh, credit where it's due – Tomio Jaren, I'm probably mispronouncing that, but we do that occasionally on this show, um, <laughs> over at Forbes. One of the things that he had noted, um, which, which I think is a, a really, really valid point, is that in some ways it almost may have nothing to do with Instagram per se. As um, Facebook is heading to its IPO, which is estimated, as, as you know, um, at about $100 billion, again, we can get into that debate, what the heck is money worth right now, but you know, apparently $100 billion for Facebook, for a chunk of Facebook. Um, anyways, one of the things that he had pointed out was that investors right now were looking at Facebook and, and considering what is their mobile strategy, that, that they are being beaten on the mobile front by other companies. And so really, do we want to be investing these kinds of billions of dollars into something that may be losing ground because of the mobile market? Um, and then putting that billion dollars, not in perspective of a billion dollars for Instagram, but this sends that signal to those investors, we are taking mobile very, very seriously. Um, and, and really, at the end of the day, it's 1% of what they're wanting out of that IPO. Now, you put it in that terms of they've just given away 1% of what they're wanting to get. Now, all of a sudden, let's take the, the dollar values out because that just makes it weird. Um, but if we put it in terms of the percents, they've given away 1% for a property that will boost by multiple billions um, what they can pull out of the IPO because of that investor confidence that they are taking mobile seriously and are going to be, be pushing forward. Um, and, and they also discussed in the exact same article, it was, it was quite insightful on, on a variety of fronts, um, that the technology involved with Instagram is going to help Facebook keep up with what Apple's going to be launching as the, um, you know, as the 5 comes out and, and things like that, that it's going to be able to help them keep up. Um, and, and stop users from just using um, Apple's functions on, on the photo functions to push to Facebook, but actually enable people uh, where they have better um, image editing, right, right, built straight into Apple. Um, it'll give them that in Facebook and even hopefully superior to what Apple will be launching to pull people into the Facebook app to do those image um, edits rather than just staying in the in the in the camera app on the iPhone itself and just pushing it through to Facebook. So the the idea there is is that it'll push those users into fit into the Facebook app again instead of just having them do it directly from from Apple's software. Which when we consider these things and we consider it not as a dollar value, is it worth a billion? But as a percentage of what they're wanting to get out of their IPO, now it makes sense. It's the dollar values that are ludicrous. Um, but then I have problems with the with the hundred billion dollar IPOs and, and things like I mean you know maybe I'm old school <laughs> um, but you know uh, you know well, let's put it in in terms of the New York Times you know, you've got the New York Times at less than a billion um, you've got Facebook coming out with an IPO at a hundred like you know I mean I understand Facebook is is more you know worldwide and and, and does have a higher value probably than the, say the New York Times but over a hundred times more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, I guess, more than 100 times more. That's what they're hoping to get out of the IPO, let alone what the actual value of the company is, is being valued out of that. But 
um, you know, there, there, there we are. It is what it is. And I think reading it that way and looking at the actual logic behind it, the purchase actually makes a lot more business sense, which you had to know, right? You, you read this and you're, you know, these aren't idiots, right? These people at Facebook aren't idiots just burning through money, right? There, there was a reason. It does start to make a little more sense when you look at it from the pure business and investor side of things and trying to keep up with the new technologies that are coming out that Facebook was just lagging a bit behind. Um, and obviously, it was easier to just purchase it than to try and build it themselves. Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, I mean, that's, 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 that's an absolutely logical and um, multi-pronged, incisive uh, uh, analysis of, of why they made the purchase and, you know, why a billion dollars you know, can be a just price. I mean, I, I, think there's, I think there's a couple of other facets here. Um, what they acquire, their enemies don't acquire. Um, and we know that that Google needs well anything really to push it forward um, <laughs> with, with Google Plus, and including a redesign we'll talk about in a few minutes that looks an awful lot like Facebook. Um, and uh, who, who knows what's coming out of the Apple Thought Factory in the near future? Like this is going to be Tim Cook's first. Abs- well, actually, there's probably a whole bunch of Steve Jobs left in the next couple product announcements. But Tim Cook's stamp and his, you know, sense of direction is going to start showing itself in Apple products. And who knows what direction they're going to take. Although I'll bet you, I'll bet you the uh, wise sages down at Facebook, you know, they, they have their ideas on where Apple will be going. Um, probably much clearer ones than we do. Um, and so, yeah, I can see this being a, a, a preemptive reaction to what Apple may be introducing soon. It may also be, you know, uh, a way of Facebook directing where the sharing market goes based on what people have traditionally done and shared with each other. Um, I mean, I've been looking at Facebook earlier today, eh? and a friend of mine put up a photo of himself driving down a uh, a, a tree-covered highway. That's all it was. And it was a nice shot. I'll give it that. It was a nice shot. But you know that when he took the picture and he looked at it, it meant so much to, to, to him when he took it. But it was, it's just another piece of media that's come into my head. And again, I'll admit, it's, it's a nice shot and anything. Seriously, it wasn't special. But it was so special to, the, to him at the moment, he just had to share it. And, you know, well, now there's nice ads wrapped around it and stuff. And, you know, they've certainly uh, got me looking at advertisements. And perhaps that's part of where Facebook's going to be, you know, pushing the, the the ease of cell phone sharing. Oh, you can definitely see that, and and the move to mobile. I mean, you know, thank goodness, you know, Cindy was totally right. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I mean, we've seen it over over the last couple of years, but I think it's 2014 that it's expected that um, we'll cross the 50 percent um, usage of search from mobile, which is you know, you know, obviously interesting. You must have seen you must have seen this. Uh, phrase being bandied around a lot recently we're in a post pc world i've seen this in headlines all over the place yeah but uh, you know and and it's funny because you get locked into your world and it's like i I sort of look at that and go yeah i kind of like my phone but seriously i have multiple monitors and i have like right but i'm not a normal user Right. I mean, you know, you, I, I look at my kids and when they're going for entertainment, yeah, they'll they'll sometimes sit down at the PC, but now it's easier to just pull out your phone. 
right? And, you know, watching, you can watch your YouTube videos there. You can, I mean, you can do whatever you want from there. You can you know, check in, do all sorts of stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I can definitely see it. And, and you look at the, you know, where is the majority of my time? Uh, yes, when I'm, when I'm at the office, yes, I, I'm sitting here, but I, I'm sitting at a PC when I'm at the office. I, I would say, you know, to, to the point there, about 90% uh, or 80 to 90% of my real world, so outside the office, real world um, internet use, is it's spot on. It is from uh, my mobile device. Yeah, um, it's, it's funny. When we were kids, when we were your kids' age, when we had to you know waste time or something, we went outside and played street hockey or something. When we were, I mean, when, when you and I were working at that at the same company um, about 10, 12 years ago, when we wanted to waste time, the whole office would get together and play Battlefield. <laughs> now... When our kids want to waste time, they grab out, they grab their cell phones and they play like Angry Birds or Farmville or something. <laughs> like, it's just too, it's just too easy to dumb ourselves down. It, it is, it is. Yeah, we had to organize too. Whereas now, uh, you know, my kids have an Xbox 360, and yeah, you just log on. Some guy you knows on, right? And and now you're you're gaming with with friends, and uh, rather than you know, and what we had to do is actually organize ourselves together. Hey. Uh, you want to make a million bucks? Gaming with the stars. Play Angry Birds against, like, you know, Shaniko O'Neill or, sorry, Shaq O'Neill. I can't believe they got his <laughs> name wrong. Christ. Gaming with the stars. I mean, wouldn't it be really cool to play Farmville against Gene Simmons? Okay, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, quick announcement from the studio. Preceding our show next week, this is this is gonna be cool. It's gonna be the one hundredth episode of PPC Rockstars. So wow. that's neat. They've done a hundred. You know, just for comparison's sake, of course, we're closing in on two hundred. It's not. I think it might be next episode or the episode after will be our two hundredth. I know we're really close. Yeah, and if we count the alternative, I don't even know what we're at now. But <laughs> uh, somewhere in the two seventy range. Yeah. Um, so we'll call them slackers and good luck catching up. Um, they should be doubling up from now on just to, uh, you know, try and make some headway. <laughs> yeah, apparently this is 193rd show, although I don't, I don't think that the studio is counting the two hour long shows that we do. Uh, we're so undervalued, Dave. <laughs> I want to raise. <laughs> well, you know what? They'll double your salary. <laughs> You notice Brasco stopped writing in the in the uh, in the IM chat because he's laughing so hard. Yeah. Um, what else do we got here? I want to come. I want to come back and talk about uh, Yahoo saving uh, saving its search division, <laughs> um, and you know, I'm uh, I'm really fascinated by by some of the new data I'm seeing in a place at in a, in a part of Google Analytics assisted conversion. So I wouldn't mind talking about that a little bit, and I'm sure that. There's a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. But before we're able to talk about it, we're at the bottom of the hour, uh, 2.31 here on the on the East Coast and 11.31 there on the West Coast. So we've got to take a break here on Webcology. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. On the road, on the boat, working out, or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone as well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to webmasterradio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. Webmasterradio.fm. We really are everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web Culture here on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're rounding out the hour, moving uh, moving ahead, and um, a uh, link that was just shared with us by uh, by Studio leads to a Market Watch uh, Market Watch article that sort of has something to do with what we were talking about before we went to break. Um, talking about Facebook buying uh, Instagram, and this article uh, postulates that the Facebook buying spree may not be over. They got a whole bunch of money. They're going into an IPO. They you know, expect their bank accounts to be replenished very soon. And more importantly, they have an adversary that uh, plays business like Eisenhower played war um, on all fronts very tactically. Google is... Uh, rumored to be starting bidding wars on companies that Facebook 
or Microsoft or Apple might be interested in. Uh, partially because Facebook is in a pre is in a pre pre IPO period where um, they really can't say much. So Google gets to go and play a whole bunch of chaos from the sidelines, <laughs> and just maybe because we know that Google's poking around Pinterest right now. We you know that's 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 one of the 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 um least that's one of the worst kept secrets in silicon valley is google is poking around pinterest right now so what about facebook starting to poke around pinterest we, we, we've seen this happen before in the industry um mm-hmm. what was that what was the aol uh what was it aol and google oh it was you know what it was all yahoo yahoo was the big fat prize at one time and everyone was falling over each other to mess up each other's strategies to acquire yahoo well, it looks like Google Google may well be playing some of those, uh, you know, backroom business games now that Facebook is preparing to surge forward. And it's you know, it's, a couple of weeks ago we were speculating that Google ought to buy Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Yep, still a good idea. <laughs> well, that hasn't okay, changed. Put yourself in uh, put yourself in poor Sergey and Larry's shoes. Well, actually, poor more poor, more more poor Larry, because I mean, he's the guy who said, "Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Make me in charge." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you do? Like, if you were in, in, in their position, um, or and similarly, put yourself in Mark Zuckerberg's uh, position. Uh, you um, have all this money. You're building yep. out. What well, what would you buy? What's out there that would be of interest? Well, I mean, the the thing is, I mean, we've talked about Pinterest in the past, and when you look at the the purchase now of Instagram, uh, we know that there's a strong interest on image sharing. Um, that just uh, that leads to the natural conclusion um, that Pinterest is is natural, right? I mean, it just it, it's got lots of users it's got i mean especially for google yes it's it's a natural for facebook but facebook has a lot of these users already you look at something like google plus which doesn't have as many users and you know they they tend to lean more towards the male and then you've got pinterest over here uh with a with a predominantly female demographic i mean basically the demographic they don't have um over on on g plus and it just it just makes sense to purchase it, and then you add in that you know Facebook <laughs> is 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 basically indicating that image sharing is a big part of what they are are moving towards, especially image sharing for mobile. Um, and I mean, you, you sort of hit that. Yeah, we'd like those users, but the value is even higher now because we don't want Facebook to have them, right? I mean, you know, a lot of them Facebook already has, but. We 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 need to take that share away from from Facebook. We can't make Facebook stronger now. Um, and then because you add into to Pinterest, especially on mobile, um, you add in the functions that Instagram will be adding into Facebook and go, hey, not only can you find these great images, but here's all this stuff you can now do with them while you're posting them. That's that's pretty powerful, right? I mean, because these are little things. I mean, you you've seen it, and any of our listeners who who haven't downloaded the Instagram app. Highly recommended. Just do it, just to see what it is. And you're right; it is nothing earth-shattering. It is a, this is image editing for mobile, right? <laughs> it's it, it's nothing technically 
um, well, I mean, technically it may be difficult to, to a program, but it, it's nothing earth shattering. It's, it's, it's not like you've got Photoshop on your phone now or something like that. It's, it's pretty simple stuff that you can do, but you just add these nice little features into Pinterest. You give it to all your Facebook users, purchase Pinterest, and now you've got a massive exposure into the, you would become the image sharing source. That, that would basically be about it. Um, if Google can pick them up, though, um, you know, it, it'll help them get them some nice user base going in there. Make make um, Google Plus more useful to people like me. Um, you know, the the audience that's already there now has the people that that weren't there before. The reason why I still use Facebook more is that that's where the people I know are. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my my sister hasn't gone to Google Plus, right? Stuff like that. Well, if you can pull these people in, kicking and screaming. Um, you know, and, and make it simple. And we've seen some user interface changes. Um, it, it's, I think, a, a great move. So I would imagine we're going to be talking about a Pinterest acquisition at some point in, in the next, say, three months. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is, when I, when I asked that question, um, I was prepared to answer it myself, but my answers are so not sexy. I mean, I know what I want to see in a, uh, a Google offer, and I know what, I wanna, what I'd like to see Facebook offer. And um, that tends to be a much more organized, uh, business-focused, make-my-life-easier sort of thing. Um, I want to be able to uh, do collaborative work with large teams of people in an environment that is uh, data-secure and privacy-secure and, you know, provides all those tools that I need, a productivity suite, um, photo editing, uh, web editing, um, uh Instant FTP to any server I need to get to, um, proxy services, etc. I'd love to see all that stuff. But that's so not sexy. Um, so it's not going to happen. I have no idea what I what I think either of them should buy. To tell you the truth, because to be honest, Dave, and um, you know, uh, don't let my, don't let my clients know, or don't let my employees know. But I'm becoming really disenamored with social media, and then I use it all the time. I'm there all. You saw the argument I had with uh, with one of our SEO friends from Chicago today. Like, you know, I'm having a good deal of fun there, but yep. I don't. I honestly don't see the point. <laughs> really? <laughs> why? Why? I was so incised earlier this morning. Why? Really? <laughs> well, that's the question that often comes up, isn't it? Um, <laughs> So now, speaking speaking of why, I've got to, I mean, we're, we're going to be flogging a dead horse here. And right now, you know where I'm going. Most of our listeners probably know where I'm going as soon as I say flogging a dead horse. Um, Yahoo. Oh, this, you know. is, oh, this is more like flogging <laughs> the skin of a dead horse, isn't it? <laughs> Um, but uh, but an internal document was you know quote unquote leaked. It went out to you know all their employees, and they've got a all hands meeting. I think it's next Tuesday, if I if I remember it correctly, to talk about some some restructuring. Um, you know, jokingly, I don't know how many all hands is. I think my boardroom would easily cover <laughs> a Yahoo all hands meeting at this point. Um, you know, tongue in cheek, obviously, and and much much you know love to Yahoo. I hope it works out for you. Um, but they they're going through a reorganization. What what do you think? Is 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 there any is there any hope? Um, you know, they're they're looking at reorganizing regional. They're looking at reorganizing technology. I mean, you know, what, can, can they can they pull it together? Well. That's I mean that's a, that's a whole bunch of good questions at the same time. The first that lead to other questions. First one is pull what together. Um, Facebook's one of Facebook's or sorry one of Yahoo's problems over there over that's uh, 
recent and midterm history, before it started having all these problems, was it stopped knowing what it was. It started, it started focusing on entertainment and on finance and on, on all these different information channels. But it didn't bring, it, bring them together in the kind of cohesive portal that people actually wanted. It just jumbled everything onto this big page that didn't make a lot of sense to, to, to its users. Um, and there's a core group of users that stick with it. But, you know, as, as, as uh, history and statistics, like easily measurable user behaviors are showing us, um, most people aren't sticking with it. So uh, Yahoo didn't know what it was. And it fell into deep trouble because of that. It wasn't able to um, harness the... Uh, insanely lucrative PPC market and it wasn't able to effectively harness all the real estate it created for its display market. Mm-hmm. Although display is what's, 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 what's arguably, arguably been keeping it going. So Yahoo was a bunch of fiefdoms that never really communicated with each, with each, with each other. And we were hoping that Jerry Yang would uh, clean shop, but he didn't. And then we were hoping that uh, Carol Bartz would clean shop, but she didn't. And now Scott Thompson's there, and he says Yahoo's going to focus on three core areas, consumers, regions, and technology. Now, okay, that's really broad. <laughs> like three, <laughs> core, three core groups of everything. We're, we're going to have people, the world, and what makes it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, – are they prepared to micro to like seriously figure out who they serve and what those people want? Are they able to um, reharness what is arguably some of the best search technology in the world? They have a list of patents that goes all the way back to the early nineties. Um, they have technology that you know again they're 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 much like the German corporation Siemens. They have technology they don't even know they have. Um, they cut 2,000, bring them down to about a 12,000 person headcount, and that's minuscule by silic- by large scale Silicon Valley's uh, metrics. Google is, I'm not, actually I'm not sure, I think Google's sporting around um, over 50,000 employees now. Microsoft has topped six figures in employees worldwide. Yahoo's sitting around 12,000. Um, they're quickly becoming the ask of this age. But again, can they? Th- Yahoo Shopping is remarkably successful. So successful that this network still has a show dedicated to Yahoo Shopping mm-hmm. in e-com experts. And it, why do we have it? Because it works for webmasters. Um, so can... Yahoo focus on its successful properties and be strong enough to ditch the stuff that is just dragging it backwards and close its fiefdoms and reorganize in a meaningful and inspiring way? I hope so. I, I honestly hope so, but I don't think so. I think it's too late. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think you, you equated it uh, just a couple minutes ago to ask. And to me, it does seem a bit like watching it. And I mean, you know, ask had some phenomenal technologies as well. Um, and I, I think, you know, it's, it's just it's it's in, in the way I'm looking at it a little too little too late. 
Um, and I, I, yeah, I, I don't quite see them pulling it together. Um, and yeah, I mean, these are, these are some broad, I mean, I hope he's got it together better than going, yeah, we're focusing on, you know, we're going to restructure to focus on consumers, regions and technology. I mean, that's, that's everything. That's, I mean, that's not focus. <laughs> that's, that's saying we're, 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 we're going to kind of pay attention to what's around us. Well, I, I hope they've been doing that until now. Um, th- obviously, you know, he may have things in his mind that are a little more specific than that. Um, so, I mean, you know, obviously you and I both, we, I mean, we wish him well. I mean, I, I, I hope it works out, and I hope that I'm not talking about more layoffs six months from now. I don't um, think it can be. I mean, honestly. I don't think you can be talking about more layoffs. Um, once you've cut to the very bone, like, what's left? Like, what, what, who, 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 we have two divisions now um, because uh, we no longer have consumers. Like, seriously. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there's going to be a lot more room, on, uh, again, unless they're willing to ditch virtually everything and just focus on one or two things. But what do you I mean, the property is so vast. Yahoo, again, I've got to remind listeners, Yahoo is still one of the largest content networks ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you bring up an option that they do have, which would be, I mean, if, if the egos can deal with it to just cut, as you say, cut down to what you are doing that is profitable. I mean, they do have these, these vast resources that they can sell off, right, and go, you know what, whatever. Facebook can use it, or Google can use it, or Microsoft. It's somebody who can use this here, you know, take this section of our content division, or take this, or take this, um, and just sell off the parts that they can't monetize. Because the, th- the fact is, is they have some very valuable things that are losing them money. <laughs> I don't know how they're pulling that off, but they are. Um, and so, yeah, if they can, if they can sort of pull it all together, sell off the parts that are valuable that they just haven't figured out a good monetization strategy for. Um, you know, they, they, they could be something, but they won't be the Yahoo we know. I think that's, that's sort of the sad part is their only path out of extinction um, is to shrink what they do and become something different than the Yahoo we know. Well, there is one other path out of extinction, um, which I think is their, their, final, their final choice path. And that's to let Jack Ma and the Alibaba group in China take over. Like purchase their way into taking over Yahoo, and I bet you that's the last ditch. Okay, we're going to save the company, but um, it's no longer um, a Silicon Valley property. It's you know now a uh, Beijing property, right? Um, I'll bet you that's where it goes at the very end, and this may well be um, uh, streamlining themselves for that kind of an acquisition. Um, and you got to go where the money is. Speaking of going where the money is, uh, notice Google's. Well, did you know you notice that G Plus got redesigned? <laughs> All six of you out there using it, uh, probably Yahoo employees. Did you notice that Google G Plus got, <laughs> got um it got redesigned? Yes. <laughs> Uh, I love that. Yeah, they're probably out there, you know, there in LinkedIn looking for new places to go. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's, there's, you know, the the constant, you know, it's, it's, it's now looking kind of like Facebook. Not to me, it's not. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, there's, there's some similarities, but I, I find that sort of challenging them. They're making it look like Facebook. Not really. There's the, I mean, you know it, I know it. There's just some things that happen with, with user studies that, 
are, are eternal truths. I mean, this is how, you know, Tim Ash makes his living is figuring yeah. out what are the global truths and way people interact with certain types of properties mm-hmm. and then build to that. Right. I mean, it just, and, and so, yeah, they've kind of followed Facebook kind of in a generic, you know, there's some, you know, icons on the, you know, left with the now, well, you know, left navigation is a fairly, you know, common thing. And they've gone with, you know, sort of a timeline thing with a bubble, like I'm saying stuff. Well, you know, I, Facebook wasn't the first to do that. But these are all just sort of common things, the way we yeah. interact with social media. Facebook is laying it down and, and sort of defining how we do that. But for any other product, they go, well, people like to interact with these types of sites in this way. You know, it's like the golden triangle, right? You want to be in that golden triangle on search. Well, it's not because, you know, so-and-so did it. It's because that's the way users behave. So that's what I've got to build to. Yeah, um, much much like Google copied Alta Vista years ago by putting a little query box right in the middle of the page. Right. <laughs> nope, it just works that way. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're necessarily copying in a Facebook did it, so we have to. They are taking the way people interact and, 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 and sort of building to that, there happens to be a lot of similarities. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's the way of it. I mean, I interact with sites in a different way. I want to see my navigation towards, you know, in the top bar right below the header or down the left. And when people bugger about with that on, on any given website, you know, you're, you're going you're gonna to lose me because, you know, I, I don't have, you know, a whole three seconds to waste finding your navigation. So, um, you know, these are just common things, and, hey, and that's I, what Google's doing. Can I ask you a silly question? When you, sure. I mean, it's actually, I, this, this is actually it's, it's almost a redundant question, but when you look at a website, you do, you do your instant SEO inspection on it, and if it doesn't pass muster, you tend to leave, right? I, I do, yeah. It's weird <laughs> how that happens, and... Uh, uh, it's, I'm not sure if that SEO test give, uh, same thing happens to me and I was wondering about that if like because it doesn't pass SEO muster in my mind on first glance it has no credibility it's weird how our jobs change our thinking yeah I mean it's funny because we associate it I think with trust right it's like okay which is funny <laughs> because There's I know a lot there, of yeah. SEOs that inherently I look at some of the strategies and go I shouldn't trust your content. It happens to do well. (laughs) Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you you can sort of, you take that information and you see those signals and you go, okay, they've paid attention. They've got technical people. They've, my belief that they'll have more content behind things and, and, and have more useful information. If for nothing else, than user stick time and search engine crawlers that they're going to offer more to me. So you're, you're right. You do, you do naturally do that. Okay. And, uh, well, we done it. Burned to another hour. Before, before we go, I want to do a quick, um, kind of a solemn uh, a note. Um, friend of Webmaster Radio and uh, husband of, of a former salesperson for, for, for Webmaster Radio, um, Brian um, Ebemeyer, uh passed away a couple of weeks ago. He's a South Florida resident, probably well known in the in the design and the uh, recreation community in uh, South Florida. Brian. Um, we're going to miss you, dude. Um, you were a larger-than-life character. And uh, t- Judy. Um, wow. Uh, sweetie, so sorry. So, 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 so sorry on behalf of, uh, you know, the crew from a couple of years ago. Um, all of our love. Anyway, uh, I wanted to get that in. It was a, a kind of a personal note, but um, 
you know, part of the part of the webmaster fam web radio family passed a couple of weeks ago, and again, wanted to wanted to note that um, he'll be missed. <sighs> okay, so next week we're coming back with uh, Canadian legend Erica M. Uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of weird shit going down in the uh, technology world because there always is. And Dave, until next week, um, I hope you have a have a wonderful week. So, uh, friends, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You've been listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned to the network for more great content. We're coming back same time next week. 